0: Hello, fellow humans. Welcome to the Art of Human Podcast, the podcast dedicated to celebrating humanhood via insightful, unique perspective from human beings of all walks of life. In the hopes to inspire listeners to live a healthier life, I am your host, Sapien. I hope you enjoy. What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Art of Human Podcast. I am your host, Sapien. Today is May 11th. It is 2:21 p.m. And yeah, this episode will be uploaded as soon as possible. So if you do listen to this podcast today on May 11th, it's uh it's going to be really 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 close to when I recorded it. Usually I record about a day or two before I actually upload it. Um but today uh due to life, I did, I'm not recording till right now. Um but yeah, I hope you guys are having a really good day, whoever listens to this, I hope you're having a really blessed day. I happen to be outside right now next to these beautiful, um, I don't know what type of flower they are, but they're yellow, and I'm probably going to take a picture next to these flowers, and then that's going to be the actual picture for, the, for this episode, or maybe it'll just be the flowers, I'm not too sure yet, but I guess you'll find out, or you'll know before you even listen to this, if you listen to it through Spotify, because... They're the ones who actually uh, show the pictures. But anyways, yeah, today I am here to talk about self-love. Um, I wanted to talk about it, and this is something that I thought about talking about quite a little while ago. Not too long ago, but maybe um, it was like last week, I think. I kind of had a thought about self-love and what it meant, and then I started taking notes. Um, I don't have those notes with me, but, you know, just like usual, just go straight off the top of the mind. But the thing about self-love, like the thing, it never really, it never really made sense to me up until this past like year or so. Ever since I graduated from university, you know, just to give context, like I graduated from university in May of twenty nineteen. So it's actually been pretty much exactly about a year from now that I graduated, and um, I graduated and I was twenty-two. Yeah, I was twenty-two because my birthday is not till August. So I was twenty-two when I graduated. Um, I'm 23 now, but basically up until I graduated, my whole life had pretty much been academics and athletics, you know, ever since you started kindergarten back in like four or five years old or whatever it might have been. But you can imagine that for nearly my entire life, I was on this kind of structured schedule. I was going to school. I was, um you know, performing in athletics ever since I pretty much was in middle school. And then I get to high school and then I'm competing like actually like competitively in cross country track and field. Um, I apologize if it sounds kind of windy, but I was competing competitively since about sophomore year of high school. And then I went on to go to university and I competed competitively in cross country and track as well at the collegiate level for five years. So, I mean, it was a solid pretty much 10, year, 10 years of just competitive athletic training, and uh i mean we've you know i'm sure everyone who listens to this went to high school and uh, maybe you've been to college as well and you know that you know school is not you know it's not easy a lot of times especially in high school not only because of academics but because of you know just it's just an odd time puberty um you know there's cliques and stuff and this and that it's just like a very strange time you know such a young human being and then you're just kind of put in this environment where you're kind of locked in. And you have to go to these classes. Um, college was definitely like a, a better experience for me. I liked it because uh, you have a lot more liberty um, in comparison to high school. You have more choices in terms of like the classes that you take, etc., etc. But in spite of the liberty that I might have gained going from middle school to high school, high school to college, you know, it's always still been kind of a structured thing. And there's there's always a degree of limitation as to what you can do. Because, you know, you go to class and there's a professor. The professor wants their homework a certain way. You go to practice and you have a coach and your coach has a certain philosophy, etc., etc. So I guess the reason I kind of give all this context is because basically up until I graduated about a year ago, I didn't have the luxury of just like doing things the way I I intuitively found them to be best for me, like a 100%. And, you know, once I went to college, I was already an adult, so I could have technically just bailed on college and basically done what I wanted since then, but, you know, I didn't, and I'm not, I don't regret it. I really, I feel like I gained a lot from college, and I I learned a lot, and I have a lot of great memories um, from college, and I don't regret pretty much anything in my life. Um, but there's still, like, a level of, the, of freedom that you didn't have and that I didn't have, and, um... And there was a level of like self-awareness that I just never really had the chance to develop or I just never really even knew about what self-awareness meant or like all the things that I talk about on this podcast, like flow state, spiritual awareness, physical awareness. Like I feel like I, I lacked a lot of that um, because I never really had the opportunity to just kind of vocalize myself, express myself freely. I never really had a creative outlet and all these things. And uh, I remember just like growing up and there's always all these like cliche terms, right? Like love and like self-love and um, um, just like a bunch of cliches. Like what's other cliches? I can't even think of it right now. Um, like, I don't know. Let's just stick with what, I, what I'm saying right now. Like love yourself, right? Just, oh, just love yourself. You know, that's kind of like a cliche thing uh, to hear. But to me, it never really had any significance because... Like, I didn't know, I didn't really know what to make of it. Like, self-love, like, I didn't really get what that meant, you know? Um, and so that's why today I wanted to have this podcast to kind of talk about, like, a year later. Like, now I actually feel like I have a decent grip on what, what this idea of self-love means. Like, I wanted to share these kind of concepts that I feel, that I feel are, like, pretty fundamental to the idea, idea of self-love. I think when I first heard about self-love, I thought it just meant, like, you know, take care of yourself. It's your day off. Like, go out and, like, buy yourself a burger or buy yourself, like, a snack. Like, just do whatever, right? Like, just do whatever you want. Like, just just kind of splurge on yourself. Like, eat that candy. Go out and buy yourself some food. Oh, buy yourself that nice little gadget. You know, whatever you want. Like, that's kind of what I saw as, like, self-love and, like, self-care. Which, to a certain extent, like, I do think that is kind of part of self-love, like doing things that you want just for yourself and not for anybody else. But that's like kind of surface level type stuff. I don't think that really touches like the key elements that really, uh, represent self-love in my opinion. Right. And, uh, I think, so let's get started here. I think first off self-love isn't like this really pretty, pretty picture. Like I think, you know, your parents loved you growing up if they did, like, you know, they, they 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 put some degree of, like, you know, like, you know, sometimes they can be mean to you or sometimes they could, like, you know, they kind of discipline you to, like, do certain things or this and that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes love isn't necessarily, like, pretty per se. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would say for me, the first kind of fundamental principle in self-love is basically tackling your fears. Um, I think really self-love is... Is doing things that basically prepare you or encourage you to live a sustainable, um, a more sustainable life in which you are happier, sustainably happy. And I think the only way that you can be sustainably happy is if every day, you know, everything's contextual to the person, but you know, every day or like, you know, throughout every week, like you put an effort to kind of tackle your fear, make yourself uncomfortable, um, do things that, That you know you want to do, but that you're afraid to do. Um, I really do think that's a defining variable in self love is to tackle your fears because I think if you don't tackle your fears, then you're kind of neglecting yourself the opportunity to actually be able to grow as an individual and to basically express yourself the way that you really want to. Because if you think about it, the things that you're scared or you fear doing, they're usually the things that you really want to do, right? Like, for instance, I think this is when I was kind of talking about or conceptualizing this podcast episode. I think one of them was like, you know, if you were to see a cute girl or a cute guy or, you know, whatever kind of gender you're into, you know, it's like I think all of us inside, you want to go up to this person and and introduce yourself and maybe at least just say hi and like just talk to this person. But we're scared, you know, we're scared of whatever it might be, rejection or... I don't even know. Sometimes I feel like you're scared, but you don't even know why. You know what I'm saying? But you're scared, I would say, is because there's an opportunity. Like, you're not afraid of anything that there's nothing to lose. Like, you're only afraid of something which you know there's tremendous value on the other side. Like, so if you know you see this pretty girl or maybe you've seen this girl in class and you think she's been cute. Um, and, like, you've heard her and, like, she has, like, these cute quirks and things of that sort or whatever. And, like... You know like you get really nervous when you see her and like or let's say him and um and then like if you've ever had those situations but then you actually go up to them and then talk to them like either a you find out like they're actually not who you like, how who you thought they were they might be really mean and rude and then guess what then you find out that they're not actually the person that you actually thought they were and they were only really cute but they weren't actually like a kind person So then you kind of lose interest for that and you move on with your life, right? And then maybe you learn a lesson that, you know, like just the way someone looks doesn't necessarily define them. You know, that's only one part, one part of a person. And then the other thing is like, if you go and talk to this girl, like maybe you'll find out that she's actually really cool and like, you know, she's attractive, but it's not actually, she's just like any other girl or any other person, and then maybe you guys hit it off and then, I don't know, maybe you end up having a relationship, maybe you end up getting married, maybe you live a happy life, but simply because you took the opportunity to challenge your fear, right? And that's just kind of one example that I'm using that I feel like maybe a lot of us can kind of relate to. But like, as I said, like, whether the outcome is necessarily quote unquote good or bad, like, there's a, there's a big learning lesson that comes with that. And I guess that's, that's my thing, like, You learn from that, and then not only that, you build resilience for the next time something similar like that comes up. You know, you start going to talk to guys and girls that interest you, and you do it more and more frequently. Like, by the time it's like, you've done it so many times, like, you just start talking to these pretty girls or cute guys, like, without even really stressing it anymore. And then now, it's like, maybe you just make more friends, and then maybe now you're a lot happier because you've cultivated all these different friendships and you know you have this like all these dynamic relationships and so and so like so it's just like you know it's only it's only like i think tackling your fears is so relevant to self love because like i mentioned like it basically enables you to do the things that you want to do and the things that actually actually hold like tremendous amount of value but that you you're just scared to do because you know that like i don't know you're just insecure right i think it comes down to insecurity not being, like, not having a good self-esteem and all that type of thing. And I think the way, one way in which you could build your self-esteem is just to tackle that fear. And it doesn't necessarily have to pertain, like, I'm talking about this hypothetical of talking to this guy or girl or whatever. But, I mean, I'm talking about anything. I mean, if you're afraid of, like, you've always wanted to ride a bike or you've always wanted to learn how to ride a skateboard. Uh Let's say you wanted to, like, start bombing, like, downhills on a skateboard. Like, go and do it. Like, go and do it. I'm not saying go, like, murder yourself down a big hill and, like, you know, put yourself at super high risk. You know, just, it's, everything is about just doing little by little. Like, that's, that's another kind of key point in this idea of, like, tackling your fears is that it can be as subtle, as gentle as you want to make it. And, in fact, I think it's even better to make it gentle you know what I'm saying, like, start off small, like, if you've always wanted to do this particular thing, like, you could even start off by researching it, just looking into it, maybe contacting someone who you know is already into this particular thing, then you go, and, like, you know what I'm saying, like, everything could be, it could be very subtle, and in fact, I would encourage people to do it, like, in a very subtle way, because otherwise, it might be too much high intensity, and then you get discouraged to ever want to do it again, you know what I'm saying, um, Let's see. Um let's see if I can give like an anecdotal story just to give more hopefully more value for you guys cuz you you might listen to me and be like, "Well, how how does this guy know, you know?" But let's see. Um I mean basically for me like that's kind of my philosophy for the day to day is like I want to make myself uncomfortable. I want to tackle a fear like every single day. So, um it can even be so simple. Let's say, for instance, this is, like, legit stuff, like, for me. I'm This is, like, a personal, anecdotal story. Like, just the other day, um, I live in a house with, like, s- uh, seven, possibly eight people and someone vid- visiting. And um, for the longest time, I was just annoyed because a lot of my roommates would cook or do something on the countertop. And they would leave, like, crumbs or powder or oil or something. You know, and they didn't, I'm sure they didn't leave it there with bad intent or anything like that. But it would just happen pretty often. And then on top of that, the second thing was that, um, people would like leave their dishes like soaking in the, in the sink. But then to me, that was annoying because then when I wanted to wash my own dirty dishes, it was like there was not really any space to do so because the sink was already full with dirty dishes. Right. So then like for a while, I was just kind of holding off on telling my roommates anything because I just, for whatever reason, I was just insecure about, like, just saying, like, hey guys, can we please be better about this, you know, but then the other day, I was like, nah, like, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna live my life like this, just kind of running away from what I really want to do, or from something I have to say, right, so I was kind of fearful of the situation, but then, like, I put it on the group chat, and I said it, and then, funny enough, I even said, hey guys, like, um, I I mean, it's not like I never call out anything, but I usually try to be like gentle with the situation. So if, you know, when you live with eight people, it's kind of inevitable that, you know, things aren't going to be the way you want them exactly. Right. So I try to be kind of gentle about it in terms of like I try to see if I can just kind of get by without having to kind of, I guess you could say, like disturb the flow. But, you know, I got to a point where it was just like it, it definitely was like hindering my happiness because I do spend a lot of time in the kitchen. So I was like, all right. Like, I ain't going to be a B-I-T-C-H. I'm just going to do this. So then, but when I put it on the group chat, um, I said, hey, guys, like, I've been too, I've been really, I've been too pussy to call this out, but da da da." And then I said that, and then I reflected, and I was like, nah, heck that, like, I'm not, heck no, like, I'm not going to call myself a pussy. Like, that's like a derogatory term. I'm like, I'm not going to use that for myself, and then, funny enough, that kind of relates to this idea of self-love, because I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk to myself in a way which I wouldn't talk to somebody else, you know what I'm saying, like, I wouldn't say, hey, you've been too pussy to say that, huh, like, I've never, I would never say that to somebody else, I'm not going to do that to myself, um, so that's an example of me kind of tackling my fear, which is just one of like a trillion because I feel like I, I tackle fears every single day. But you know, that was kind of subtle. It wasn't even that big a deal, but for me, that was kind of big. And so I did that and I definitely felt better. Um, and then you, and then I realized that it's not even a big deal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's like even little subtle things like that. Like, it's progress, you know? And then on top of that, like I called myself a pussy and then I, I literally replied back on the, on the group chat and i was like um i said actually you know what like i'm not a pussy i'm just a guy with insecurities and i'm working on them i legit i legit put that on the group chat if any one of my roommates listen to this and like you know obviously they know um but then i put that and like i i i I typed it in because i was like i want to make this tangible like i don't want to just have it in my head that i that i said like oh no like what I just told you guys, but I you know I wrote it down because I think that's another big idea behind self love is that you have to like and let me just move on to the next thing in self love we kind of captured this idea of tackling your fears, which I think is fundamental to building resilience and um and really just expressing yourself freely in in a variety of environments right and I think tackling your fears is really great for that to so basically free expression aka you're happier, and I think anything for self love It's not necessarily maybe fun in the moment, but ultimately, it's always to make you more sustainably happy. And that's what tackling your fears does, in my opinion. And that's why I think tackling your fears is fundamental to self-love. Self-love. The second thing, so I'm kind of blurring on, but I'm just going to keep talking and it'll come to me. Um... The second idea to self-love that I was talking about is like talking to yourself in a positive way. Like this one, this thing that I've become very aware of now is that you need to talk to yourself as if you were talking to like a friend, right? Like you yourself, are, you are an individual human being. Like you're a human being, just like your friend, your mom, your dad, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, like just like anybody else, you are somebody. So you need to like, I'm not saying you need to do this, but this is what I do and it's really helped and I feel like it's fundamental to self-love is like, be your number one supporter, like have honest criticism. Like if you're not doing well, if you're not feeling well, like don't fool yourself trying to think that you, you're you you feeling just fine. Like you have to be honest with yourself, but then at, like you can do honest criticism. Like if you don't do well, you don't have to tell yourself that you did well. You know, you you know what your past self has accomplished. So you don't have to tell yourself like you did good. So you can have some degree of like criticism, but not negative criticism. Like you see what happened, you recognize what you need to better yourself on, and then that's kind of it. Like there needs, there needs to be no negative on top of that. Like you need to be your number one supporter. I think I made an, I made a tweet on that on the, the art of human page on Instagram. That handle is at TAOH experience. And it was, the tweet was like, if you're going to be your number one critic, you also have to be your number one supporter, right? So that, that has to do with self-love, like, you have to support yourself, like, you have to literally say, hey, you know what, today's been a rough day, and I'll do this, today's been a rough day, Christian, that's my name, and, um, but you know what, like, you've put an honest effort in today, and, you know, don't beat yourself up, like, you know, just take a deep breath, let's get some meditation in, like, everything's gonna be cool, Dada, da da like, but it's like, I'm just writing this down, like, I usually write it down in a notebook or whatever, and you kind of reflect on it, and then at the end of it, I say, you know, I love you, Christian, you know, fill in the blank with your name, but it's like, legit, just telling yourself that you love yourself, um, which is o- oddly kind of strange, like, and I, have, I actually didn't start doing this, like, on a frequent basis till recently, but, um, it's helped a lot. Like, I mean, just, I pretty much, I started to, like, journal almost every day now. Um, it's, I don't force the situation. Like, certain days I don't journal, but it's becoming pretty habitual for me to journal, uh, pretty much almost every day now. And it's always like a, I I, I pretty much talk to myself, like, like, all right, Christian, like, this is what we're going to do today, da 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 da. And, like, you know, like I know maybe these last couple days last couple of days has been pretty rough, da 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 da. But today we're gonna focus on this, this and this and like I love you and like we're gonna have a great day. Like legit, I'll say it like that. Maybe that sounds kinda strange, but I feel like that's helped a lot. You know, I think that's the other key part of self love is like be your number one supporter. Like you know, you can be an honest critic with yourself, but don't be negative, like You know, you would never do that to a friend, would you? Like, you would never go up to a friend and be like, Man, you fucked up. Like, you fucking suck. Like, you wouldn't say that to somebody else, so why would you tell that to yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like, you always you always think about yourself like your best friend, right? Like, think about it. It's literally love, what I'm saying. Like, if it's self-love, you're treating yourself with love. It's not with negativity. It's all about positivity. You know, being honest with yourself, but then being positive and supportive towards yourself. Um, and that, that could mean, that could be in so many different ways. I mean, I'm talking about how I I actually write, but then sometimes I'll just verbalize what's on my mind and it has pretty much the same effect as me writing it down, you know? Um, but it can be in all different ways. I mean, maybe your thing might be creating music. Your thing might be like painting or art, you know, your therapy, your kind of reflection might be just through whatever kind of creative process you have. But I think at the end of that, in some shape or form, you have to like tell yourself that you that you love yourself, you know, and that things are gonna be okay, um, and things of that sort. Like everything's contextual to everybody as an individual. But I'm just giving you my perspective. Um, yeah, man, that's uh, I think those are really the big ones right there. Like, you know, the first one, like I said, tackling your fears, and um, and really just kind of making you making yourself uncomfortable. And things that you do want to do, right? I'm not saying, like, go and do every little thing that you're afraid of and, like, tackle that fear. Like, you know, there's certain things that you're afraid of and you don't care to ever, like, go down that path. Like, there's so many things that I feel like uh, any of us are, like, a, a, there's a lot of things that scare us. It's just about tackling those fears that you know there's, like, a lot of value on the other side. That actually made me think of another good thing is, like, I think part of self-love is, like, having those really difficult conversations um which i guess would be considered under a fear is like you know whether it's with a parent whether it's with like a someone you're in a relationship with whether it's etc etc a coach a teacher a mentor you know if there's some type of friction going on within you and that relationship like you know go in and um Go and have that conversation. Like, I'm pretty sure as I'm saying this, if anybody's listening to, whoever's listening to this, um, you probably know what I'm talking about. Like, there's probably one person that you can think of that there's, like, that thing that you've been wanting to talk about with that person. Um, Even if it's something, like, from really back in the day, like, you know, if it's, like, a childhood, like, thing that you had with one of your parents and, like, it's always bugged you your whole life and you've never actually confronted your mom or dad about it. Or maybe it's something with the sibling, like maybe your sibling has been acting a certain way and you've been meaning to tell them something, but you're too afraid to like have them react in a very angry way. Or you're afraid that it might kind of damage your, the relationship you have with that person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and in particular, this like with family, it's I think it's really important, especially if those people are still relevant in your life, like. I think it's so beneficial not only for you to have a better relationship with that person, but then you feel so much better, right? When you have those tough conversations, you feel so much better. And although you might not think that, you know, you think that avoiding that conversation or that talk with that person, like it's not a big deal, but like all these things that are always in the back of your mind that are kind of like coming up spontaneously at you, like those things are there because you know, they're, they're there, and if they've been there for years, they're not going to go away unless you ever kind of basically try to get some type of, um, like, closure, just kind of really dissect the issue. And, you know, I was just thinking about this the other day. You know, there might be certain situations where you can't actually talk to that person, and that's fine. You know, you can't control the external world. There might be certain things where you can't actually go talk to that person, that specific person. Because of the context of the situation, that person's maybe not alive anymore, maybe that person's in jail, maybe that person, you know what I'm saying, just maybe the situation you can't actually go talk to that person, that's when you have to go talk about it with like a therapist or etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, but it just kind of goes back to doing that thing that's really difficult. So, alright guys, um, we're at about 26 minutes, I don't want to take this episode beyond 30 minutes, so I'm going to try to wrap it up right now um just in summary guys i really think that the idea of self-love is not like you know it's really like this balance of like a bunch of things but i do think one of the big big fundamental pieces is, is the two things that i talked about tackling your fears and in particular like with things that you know you want to do but you're just scared because of insecurity or because you're afraid of how the other person is going to respond, like, tackle those fears, make it a point to, like, you know, do them frequently, like, just make it a habit for you to always, like, tackle your fears, and, you know, out of my experience, like, just pace yourself, like, I'm not saying to go tackle your fear and do that every single day, right, because it, you know, it's an exhaustion, you, it's, it costs you a lot mentally, spiritually, so you can't possibly just be tackling your fears every single day, like, at a super high intensity, like, Just do it at an intensity that feels right for you, but make it a point that like, you know, I think it's a good point to to do that. Like, make it a lifestyle. Like, you're always, you're going to make it a lifestyle to always go do these uncomfortable things, and then slowly but surely you build resilience. The uncomfortable starts to become uh, comfortable, or you start to embrace the uncomfortable. And uh, I I personally think that's such a fundamental part of self-love. I think it equates to to sustainable happiness, I think it equates to a healthier relationship with other people, I think a lot of times it helps accentuate the person that you are, um, the type of spirit, the type of person that you are, like I think it helps accentuate that thing, Um, so that's why I would say that's pretty much what I would think is like one of the most fundamental pieces to self-love, and then the other other piece is extremely crucial too, because sometimes you're going to, you're going to have these times where you're constantly like going against your fears and you're doing these things. But then sometimes you're going to have a bad day. You just don't feel well. You don't feel this. You don't feel that. So you need to be a supportive person towards yourself. Like, you know, I've had this so many times recently where I don't feel well and I just take these notes and I basically talk to myself and I, I kind of dissect the situation. Um, like, why do I feel bad? And then I start kind of capturing it or like, like, why is it that I'm doing this thing? And I, I don't feel that good doing this thing. So why am it, th- why is it that I'm doing it? And then sometimes I'll figure out that it's like, I don't actually care to do that. Like, I thought that's what I wanted. Right. But then I found out that I didn't through the process of just reflecting on it. And then at the end of it, like, a lot of times you kind of reflect on this stuff by doing notes or whatever it might be. And then you have all these crazy epiphanies that's like, holy shit, like, I actually don't give a fuck about doing that. Like that's not what I want. I just want to do this. And then so this is a, a tremendous amount of self awareness that you build through this reflection process. But then on top of that, like you tell yourself that you love yourself and then it is just it's kinda like the icing on the cake. You know? It's um it's a very weird thing, but I guess maybe a good like analogy for it would be like I don't know, I think about bones <laughs> like our bones are constantly breaking down, building up. It's like if you think about yourself, like if you were just like a bone. It's like you're constantly you're growing as a person, you know, your bone structure is getting bigger, but then you always need to refine yourself like you know, that's literally how our bones work. Our bones have osteoblast which basically adds density to our bones, but then you have osteoclast which then breaks down our bones cuz we need to recycle, we need to recycle. And so it's this, um, I think this idea of self-love, of tackling your fears and then reflecting on yourself and supporting yourself, I think it kind of, you can relate to it through that kind of concept of like building up, you build self-resilience, you build self-awareness through this process of tackling your fear, but then you're also kind of like, you know, you're going to have to suffer a little bit. You might have an emotional conversation, you might cry, all this. So you're like breaking yourself down at the same time. But then, you know, you support yourself, you get a good night's sleep, and then you wake up and you're stronger. And that's essentially how our bones work. That's how a lot of, I see it. That's kind of how this whole world kind of works. You know, everything's a cycle of life and death. And it's just, but I think, um, it's really important and beneficial to, to do this kind of cycle of self-love to yourself. Um, and I think it's in, in particularly, high importance because of the kind of culture that we live in if you live in the united states or or just in any society where technology is available which i would probably think so since if you're listening to this but it's just it's just a time of super high stimulus right i mean just super high stimulus it's pretty high intensity so you need to have this these moments of reflection and and you need to have these moments of tackling your fear because otherwise you never actually know who you are and if you don't support yourself then you You might lead yourself down a a real bad path and and develop all this negative feedback so that's pretty much it you guys i hope some of this you found some value in it i know it's kind of scattered um for whatever reason um yeah sometimes these podcasts comes a little easier sometimes a little harder but yeah right now this was a really good experience just to be able to just talk straight from the mind um i really hope that You guys find some value in this Um, I, I was recording I was going to record this on my my nice little microphone but I forgot like the actual adapter piece to connect it to my laptop and I don't have that right now so I'm actually recording this podcast on an iPhone headphone set through that microphone so I don't know hopefully the quality sounds decent I'll make sure to edit it so it doesn't sound too bad And really quick, I guess I wanted to encourage you guys, you know, me recording this on my iPhone, I have an iPhone 11 now, but I was recording some of the, some of the solo run raw episodes that I recorded previously were on my iPhone 6S. And I just want to say, if any of you guys want to, are interested in starting your own podcast, like you don't need anything. Like you could start doing a podcast off your phone, you know, like even if it's just on your voice memos and you're just like, you know, recording these episodes on your phone, like. I think it's extremely therapeutic, and I think um, if any of you uh, were thinking about doing a podcast, like, I would say do it, you know, like, it's it's actually really easy, you can use a free platform like Anchor, I use Podbean, but almost every platform has, like, a free, free version of it, so I'm just saying, if you want to do a podcast, just do it, I think it's very therapeutic, or just any creative process, I think it's really therapeutic, um, but anyways, guys, I hope you're having a blessed day. Um, it definitely went over 30 minutes but uh, that's it peace out and that is a wrap for this episode of the Art of Human podcast if you feel this episode was insightful or beneficial for you in any way please make sure to share it with those you feel may also benefit if you'd like to get sneak peek audio clips from the latest episode behind the scenes footage for the podcast or insightful content from your host sapien please follow at T-A-O-H experience on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Lastly, go out there, be your sexy self, and spread that peace, love, and positivity. Sincerely, your host Sapien. Until next time.